a Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Alpine Stars Protects on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,000 podcasts delivered with over 7 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out and donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X podcast presented by Alpine Star Protects and the folks at Maxis Tires. It's uh, the first show of the 2018 season that we're doing after January. The 450 Supercross preview is up, but we recorded that a couple weeks ago. This is a look at the 250 West Series that kicks off this weekend at Anaheim. And uh, we're going to break down the 250 class, what we think is going to happen, what's going to go on, who's going to do well, who's going to not do well, and et cetera, et cetera. Remember, don't hold us to this, please. Uh, we really appreciate it. All right, Fly Racing, the folks at Fly Racing. Uh, right now it is January, so obviously uh, some of us are still riding dirt bikes and in the dirt bikes, but... We know they're exciting, but so is blasting up a snow-covered mountainside or a snow bike or snowmobile. Uh, if you're looking for another opportunity to escape the city, grab some of Fly Racing's tactical snow gear and get riding. Check out the stylish and functional carbon jacket created for those who want to explore the deepest of powder beyond the trail. And uh, so it's, Fly Racing's got uh, much more than gear. Uh, snow stuff is a big part of their business. So please, if you're into snowmobile, and again, it's January, uh, or a snow bike, check out flyracing.com and uh, learn some more from those guys. Also, the Alpine Star Protects brand, the BNS Tech Carbon Neck Support, the A1 Roost Guard, and the Fluid Tech Carbon Knee Brace, all examples of Alpine Star protection products. We know their boots are great. This is the stuff that goes underneath, in the most cases, underneath your jersey and pants, and uh, works as well as uh, the Alpine Star Boots does in protecting you and making sure that you're dialed in. And also to Maxxis Tires, uh, we thank those guys for the support as well all year. So we'll be talking about the Maxxis side-by-side, the UTV line. they got some dirt bike stuff as well coming out. And uh, McGrath uses uh, Maxxis Tires. That's all you need to know about that. So thank you for everybody for listening. Thanks to those companies for supporting the show. As I said, it's a 250 Supercross breakdown. With me on the line to discuss what we think is going to happen. First up, he is the voice of... Of AMA uh, Motocross Series, he's the voice of Geneva Supercross, he's the voice of GCC, he's the voice of Quad Racing, he's the voice of Flat Track, he's Jason Wygan, everybody. Yeah. What's up, Weege? Not going to be the voice of anything in um, uh, this weekend coming or the next couple months, though. Unless Ralph suffers a slip and fall accident. I think I think they got some backups planned if that were to happen. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, but uh, one thing I have to say in in that line of work, attendance is number one, and then performance is number two. Uh-huh. I don't think there are any stories of Ralph ever missing any an event ever. Oh. I don't just mean Supercross. I mean oh. I've seen him show up at races on Sunday after announcing another one on Saturday. The dude shows up. I guarantee you, he's out with Skid Row at a bar, and he, <laughs> no problem showing up the next morning. 
It is impressive, actually, when you consider the rock star lifestyle that he likes to live. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Also on the line, uh, two-time German Supercross champion, uh, two-time Montreal Supercross champion. He couldn't skim the whoops, as he told us last night on the Pulp Mech Show. Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? I can't switch. I can't. I could and can skim the whoops, just not, just not as well as maybe the world's best racers. That was where my downfall was. That was but. where it was. Okay. Hi, Steve. Uh, all right, everybody. Let's break down 250 Super. Well, first up, uh, we were everybody. I just want everybody to know. We bought Wygan a phone. Moser and I bought Wygan a phone a little while ago because he's having con- constant phone problems on this show over and over and over. Those have subsided somewhat uh, since the new phone and since the move to the house. But for the first time ever uh, in the last, say, 10 years, someone's line was very busy, and he does not have call waiting. Uh, JT, Wygant. No, no, no surprise. Wygant is not popping for the call waiting extra charge. No, you know when you sometimes people get anxiety and they get scared and going into a new year, you never really know what to what to hang your hat on, and you're always kind of looking back and saying, "Ah, oh, there were so many good things that happened in the past year." But I'm happy to say, January second, kicking this this new year off with the same old good old Weege doesn't have call waiting in 2018. Your line was busy, Wygant. We could not get a hold of your line was busy. It worked like a champ. You then texted me, so the line was busy. I found out one of the kids had knocked the phone off the hook and was just laying on the floor, and we solved the problem without paying $2. I just already were two days into the month, and I've already saved $2. <laughs> because the text worked, right? And that's on the company, credit, uh, company cell phone, so free text. When you get close to going over your data, your wife, you and your wife, I mean, what is the... What is the plan? What happens when you get a notice that your data limits are getting high? Well, I just mentioned that my cell phone uh, is on the company plan. Yep. So if there's any road trips, any family events where both my wife and I are together, uh-huh. her phone gets used for nothing. <laughs> right, right. Do so. not ever open up that freaking Apple Maps or Google Maps when I've got my phone right next to you and somebody else is paying for it. Never. <laughs> Way to ring in 2018, Weege. That's nice. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, 250 Supercross kicking off this weekend in Anaheim. And uh, I'll start with you, Wygant. We talked about this on the Pulp Show a little bit, and we're breaking it down here. Uh, it's stacked, man. Right, right now, we're looking at uh, McElrath, Amart, Plessinger, Justin Cooper, Mitchell Oldenburg, Christian Craig, Chase Sexton, Adam Cicerillo, Joey Savacci, Mitchell Harrison, Justin Hale, the champion, and Filthy Phil Nicoletti. All on the West Coast. The East is going to be, and we'll do a, a preview of the East, but, you know, Marty, Osborne, Hampshire, J-Mart will be East, uh, Ferrandis, Nichols. But by far, Wygant, the West looks stacked this year. Well, the last change that we found out here is that apparently Savachi is now going West. We were thinking about a month ago that it was going to be Davalos in AC. So you take Savachi out of the East to move him to the West. That's a huge chess piece. So now I just defer to JT. You had mentioned in our preview shows, 251, which we just posted yesterday, you thought there's a chance of maybe some running from Osborne. Do you think that's what we're seeing here? You know, I, I thought that, and we talked about this on uh, Steve's, you know, legendary Monday Night Pulp Show. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yes, and yes. we kind of walked through some of the injuries that have um, laid claim to some of these guys. And I think it's more of that than anything. Uh, I do think there is a little bit of that at play, but it's not as 
I don't think it's as marked as I originally had thought. Okay. Um, but I do think when you have a a title um, won by a guy that that won the East Coast title with the DNF, let's keep that in mind, and also won the outdoor title pretty convincingly. I don't think anybody really wants to go up against Zacho in his current form. So uh, I don't want to say some of them were conveniently moved to the West, but I know if it was me, I would I would rather race a bunch of guys that could win versus one that's like, dang, I don't know how I'm going to get around that guy. Yeah, I mean, you look at Forkner's hurt, Davalos is hurt, uh, Ferrandis is hurt, Nichols is hurt, Jordan Smith is hurt, and that's all guys on the East. You know, that's all injury-related as to why they had to switch. And, I mean, I don't know. We'll talk about the East when we come to it, but, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens on the East Coast. But uh, Yeah, we discussed, obviously, if you're the Suzuki team, JGR, you have to have Hill race the West. And then we talked about Geico. You know, you would think their two main guys are Martin and Craig, and they – Flip-flopped them last year, and that didn't work. Yeah. So you know you're going to put Craig in the West. So, yeah, it does seem like practically every decision by every team was dictated by just what coast worked better, not because they didn't want to race Osborne. Are we getting closer? Okay, look, uh, the Nets have already happened, and uh, that is a massive checkmark in the Steve Mathis column. Another thing that has bugged me for years is these teams being pretty secretive about this stuff, and I've gone on and on about that. Are we getting closer to... The secret stuff not not happening anymore. I feel like these teams, and maybe some of that is injury that we just covered, but I do feel like we know more about who's doing what, maybe more than in recent years, JT? I don't feel like Mitch is telling anybody. I just feel like he's outside been outed him. by yeah. circumstance. Yeah. 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 Outside I think of him, if though. he had all if he had all five guys or however many they have this year ready to roll, I don't think we would have a clue until this week. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, but outside of him, though, Geico declared early, you know, um, which was nice. So, it's just, it, it's so dumb. It's so dumb to, to not tell the media and fans who's riding what coast. Like, again, I, I say it every year. Like, do you think Justin Hill's like, okay, yeah, feeling good. Got the number one plate. I'm going to line up at uh, at Anaheim. I'm, I'm the champion. Oh, God, I didn't know Marty was here. <laughs> I didn't know. You know, like, I, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Like, Hey, no. answer me this, though. Answer me this, though. If we didn't have two returning champions and both titles were vacated, do you think we would see more gamesmanship as far as that goes? I don't know. I don't care. It's stupid. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. What do you think, Weege? Yeah, I think they are getting a little bit more forthcoming, but I think there's a couple reasons for it. In general, it's just getting easier and easier to get – Info. I mean, I mean, I think at this point, every one of us can like has the contact info for any of these team managers in their phone. And it's not like a dude like Will Hahn is known for being um, the ultimate, you know, never let you know what he's thinking chess player. He's a pretty open guy. Um, these injuries that used to be maybe somewhat secret, they all get out now just through the power of social media and texting. It's just information, just easier to get in general. So even when they do want to keep stuff secret, they can't. So I think that's changed. Um, the only part I never understood was I was told the reason they kept it secret is that they didn't want the riders to not to know so the riders would not slack off knowing, ah, I'm not racing yeah. until middle of February. But, and JT, I'm sure we probably covered this every single year on here. Isn't the training program of a racer, like, 
this isn't 1993 anymore. Do any of these guys slack to that degree? Is it like Sabachi was just sitting on the couch saying, oh, I wasn't even going to start training until January 10th. Shit, now i got to race east? I mean, i got to race west? What the? Aren't they all going to be ready anyway? Who was not going to be ready unless they played this trick on them? I don't think anybody works that way anymore. Yeah, it's tough. I think uh, there's levels of ready. You know, I think it's almost a preventative measure, too, because – if you have everyone ready and say um, a guy went down today testing, mm-hmm. you could just plug and play another guy. But if he doesn't think he's got a race for another six weeks, he may be like decent, but I don't think he's race ready. Um, for most of those guys, if you know you're not racing until February, it's tough to be 100% ready, focused mentally, everything, just every box checked in December. I, I, I feel that way anyway. Oh, so you're saying there's actually merit to that, to tricking your, all your guys into being ready for Anaheim. Well, I think it just keeps you secure as far as having a 100% ready guy to go, you know, if yeah. something did happen. I don't think in most cases it's not going to happen. This week of riding this week is pretty mellow. Guys are more worried about getting hurt than maybe any other time during the year. Uh, but if if disaster struck, you would have a guy that's like, "Yep, we told you to be ready, and now it's go time." Yeah, no, right. I, uh, yeah, that's not bad. That's, yeah, not bad. Yeah. That, that's not a bad reason to trick your guys into racing. Yeah, who, who, who would want them to like be professionals about it? You know, and who would want them to be like ready and stuff? Like, who? who <laughs> well, why would you ever you think that? You know, if you don't think you have to be racing this weekend, I mean, you're you're maybe ready, but not a hundred percent. Like you're, I don't know. Well, I didn't you just, you just tell the guys, you, you say, look, injuries happen every single year and, and it could be any one of us. So we may need you to ride West. So this is what we need you to do. You know? And then, and then as a professional, you go, okay. Yeah. Cause you completely understand the injury risk and you go, all right, cool. And then you just, you just be ready. You just, you know, it's just, I don't know. I just think it's tougher. I think it's, I think it's tougher to be 100% ready if in the back of your mind you're thinking, yeah, probably not racing until February, but i got to be ready. I don't, think your, I don't think your effort level will be the same. I really don't. I don't think your intensity and your workouts and all that stuff because there's not the same level of anticipation that you've got to be you know, ready to perform January 6th. I just think it's a different, a different level. You know what's a different level is the AMA Supercross archive sites not working on Chrome or working on Firefox or working on, on Safari. That's that's next level right there. Are these ever going to get fixed? Uh, is everybody going to do anything about these? They haven't worked for months. Uh, I'm looking at it right now on Chrome, bro. Look at one right now. Which one do you want? You want um, Lap Times Vegas? I'm on Firefox. What, what result on, do you want, dude? Uh, every one of them I got it right here. I'm on Firefox and no worky, bro. I got Paul Coates Lap Times from uh, Supercross in May. You need them? I got them right here. Cartwright? You're, you're really pissing me off. Zach Commons, I got him right here. Any, anything you want. Okay, so just Chrome then? They just work on Chrome, that's it? There's nothing else? <laughs> I guess Google is signed an exclusive. Because I'm pretty sure that it doesn't work on my Chrome on my laptop downstairs. Well, maybe your Chrome didn't think it has to race till February, so it's not really ready yet. <laughs> who, do I, who do I ask about this? Uh, I went to the Iron Fist of Jeff Canfield, and he made it happen. Okay. Here Three days later, the site was back up. Oh, Safari. Still no work on Safari. So <laughs> Firefox and Safari are garbage on this Mac. So I don't know. You know what? It doesn't matter anyways because this is my last year. Oh, <laughs> right. Exactly. So this is, this, okay. th- it doesn't matter. It, do- it doesn't matter. 2018 is it. I'm glad we got that verified. I'm done. Hey, let's go back to the being ready. I just want to tell the story. Do you remember two years ago when um, poor Filthy Phil every year thinks he's going to be starting in the East or um, – 
or racing half of the 450 races or whatever it is, but he's never supposed to be racing at Anaheim, and then he always ends up. So to give you an idea, remember when he saw Pike just wailing on, on Freeze, and he just said, he was uh, drinking uh, a beer. He was drinking, drinking a beer. beer. Yeah, drinking a beer because he knew he wouldn't have to race for several months. Put the beer down and said, "Well, I guess I'll be racing next weekend." Right. Right. So there you go. Yeah. Anything can happen. You better be ready. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> All freeze is getting punched. Still had to put the beer down. Okay. So AC Savachi Plessinger. And McElrath, yeah, one of those four are taking it. Can Craig jump into that group? Can Hill? Yeah, can Hill, the defending champion? Like, I think it, I think it boils down to those four that I just said: McElrath, Plessinger. You're not including Hill. I am not including Hill. No, you're not including the champion in the group of guys that can win the title. Did I stutter? I thought you were listing the guys that could potentially take the title from him and automatically he's included. No. Wow. No. Okay. No, because Cold. because right. something always happens to JGR. I don't know. Something <laughs> always happens to JGR. Like they've tried so hard, and God bless them, and Coy's, and, Coy, and Dad has money that Coy has, but it, it, it ain't going to work out. It just ain't. It's not going to work out. Don't ask me how or why, but it ain't. Do you want to rewind the tape to three minutes earlier? Why? Pike punching Freezy no, in the helmet no, and then no. getting suspended. And- ah, I mean, <laughs> Barsha, Stu. I mean, just go on. Just uh, injuries, like whatever. Like I love those guys, but wow. No, I, I think the title. I think the title comes from McElrath, AC Savachi, um, or Plessinger. That's my four. Right behind them, Craig and Hill. Um, but if I and, and and we'll get into the A Mart, maybe JT and I'll spend thirty minutes on A Mart and Plessinger here in a little bit. But um, for you to think that Hill's not even in the the lead group to win it is no, ridiculous. no, not in the lead group to win it. Nope, you're ridiculous. Nope. <laughs> nope. He's, he's he's right behind there. He's right there. And if you so if he wins, I won't be surprised. No, you basically just said you would be. Um, I got four guys. I got four guys that I would put ahead of him to win this title, not win races. Hill, I think Hill can win some races, but uh, to win this title. But uh, he wanted a whole race early. I mean, go ahead, Last JT. Year. If this if this fits your pattern of podcasting, JT, you will name nine guys right now to just cover everything. <laughs> to just no, you know, I would just have Hill in there. I, just, I don't disagree with the rest of what you said so much. Is just you can't have the number one play guy that's coming in healthy that won with a whole race to spare and not even say he's in the fa- the group of the favorites. I don't I don't agree with that. Well, he didn't race Savachi or AC last year or Plessinger. You know, he didn't race those guys. Yeah, so Plessinger the- was there. Plessinger was West? <laughs> yeah, so that shows yeah. you how oh Plessinger was there when Hill beat him by like I 50 s- points. I just keep waiting for Plessinger. I'm just waiting. I know. I'm just waiting. I understand. The potential of these guys, but Hill, Hill was absolutely rock solid. He was year. like he had no major issues. He was consistent. I think he could have maybe even won more races. I think he actually had such a big lead that he took maybe a round or two to just get the points. Yep. Uh, I feel like he got totally overshadowed because every other championship was last year was super dramatic and crazy, and yeah. he was just nope. quietly clicking off points. Outside of A one, he was unbelievable. A one wasn't good for him, but outside of that, man, he was awesome. He was great. I just something happens to JGR and he's on a Suzuki and and that is my reasoning right there. That is it. Um okay, so 
I just said the four guys. Who's your favorite then, Weege? Who's your favorite for this title? Uh, I agree that that group, there's a chance for Craig, and you have to put Hill in there. So is that that's five guys, five and a half with Craig, I think. Um, yeah. Right. Are you counting you, now Craig is half a human? How does you're that work? You're four. You're yep. four. Yep. Hill. And Craig's got a shot at it, too. So, yeah. Well, I, I think that is with Craig. We don't know which half of Craig we're getting. Are we getting the 2016 um, Craig? Or are we getting the 2017 uh-huh. Craig? Yep. Um, out of all those guys, uh, if I was putting my money down right now, I would go with AC. Yeah, I think I would, yep. too. Yeah. I think he's a tick more, at this point, consistent than everyone else. And I know that seems crazy for a dude who didn't even race Supercross for two whole years. But um, he was not inconsistent that bad last year, and then he does have a tendency to crash here and there, but I think he's finally figured that out. Um, he's a good starter. Uh, so, I mean, this usually comes down to who avoids the, the bad races, and I cannot believe it, but I think he's actually at the point where that's going to be one of his strengths now, which sounds nuts Yeah, because he spent two years on us completely on the sidelines. But last year, he, I think he – Fix those little problems toward the end of the year. He had some big ones, though. Like, oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, absolutely. But I don't think you saw much of that. Um, you know, getting through those 24 motos outdoors, by the end of the year, I think he was really consistent. I think he, that little extra percent or whatever he was giving, trying too hard or wrong place at wrong time, I think he finally figured that out. Who's your money on, JT? I'm going to go with the Savage. Joey Savacci. Yep. yep. He's been uh God, he's been so close two years in a row. I yeah. think uh, I think this is his time. Yeah, it wouldn't wouldn't surprise me for sure. Uh he had a weird year, man. He gave away some races, just gave them away, you know, and odd to see a veteran dude on a good team on a good bike do that. But it was a weird year for Joey. And you know, yeah, the, the, and it, yeah. I mean, a weird year. You look at how close he came at Vegas in the mud with Webb the year before. And I, I don't know. I just think he's he's been down this championship road a couple times in the thick of it, and I think I think he's due. I think he's yeah, due. Yeah. Oh, he's due. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, all right. So there we go. And everybody's shitting on Alex Martin again. Nice job, everybody. Nice job. Uh, you can. I, I okay. No, I didn't put him in my group of four either. You know. So, uh, and McElrath. You didn't even put the reigning champion in your group of four. I don't think Amart has really no. anything to complain about. It's like the Navy SEALs. It's an elite group. It's not easy to get in there. <laughs> um, hey, but listen. What if you know AC's got the hype and he's a media darling, and Savachi's got the wins and the track record, and Hill's got the number one plate, and Plessinger is, we're waiting on Plessinger. And then we each, like, at the end of this, it could be, you know, quiet Shane McElrath holding up the number one plate. Like, outside of that DNF last year that he had on his KTM, it was almost uh, almost his title. Well, you can go back to when we were discussing this series last year. I don't think Hill and McElrath, who ended up being the two guys fighting over the red plate, were the guys you thought were going to. It just shows how that tends to work. Yep. You know, I think we were picking Plessinger and Forkner. You had J-Mart in there. Those are big names and, and guys we thought were going to be super fast. And in the end, it ended up being McElrath and Hill, who were maybe in that other tier, yeah. just slightly. Right. That ended up being the two best guys. Um, so absolutely it could happen. We literally I mean, we spent. Thought. We were joking that we spent 20 seconds talking about McElrath in our preview last year. It was know? actually, we had a name for it. What was the name of it? I don't know. 
It was the Shit on Shane podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> shit on Shane, right, yeah. Yes, it was Shit yeah. on Shane podcast. Right. That's what and we did. Shane, did he win the first two races he last year? the first two. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> yeah, we were shitting on Shane. Everybody was. So, I mean, maybe, yeah, like, so, okay, all right, so let's play this game. Who can be the Shane McElrath that we didn't mention this far in, 23 minutes in? Who can be the McElrath that we're going to be like, oh, yeah. Is there a guy, JT? Man, uh, tough to na- just name someone that's going to come out and win the first two races that you really haven't been thinking about. Um, oh, because well, I think Craig. Well, I think it's, I mean we barely think, mentioned Craig. Right. Well, I think there's too many guys, but we did name Craig in that group, you know. So I don't know. I don't think there's going to be some guy that we just completely glaze over. I I could see Christian Craig coming on and winning the first round. I could totally see that. Um, but I feel like he's going to be back in the mix. After a horrible year on the East Coast, We, if you go back to two years ago and look at the battles between he and Webb and Savachi, uh, I, I think he will be back in that mix that we expected him to be in last year. Is there a guy that we're like, oh, yeah. The only guy I'm thinking that could potentially really break Don't out. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't I, say it. I, I, there's only one guy left. Don't say it. There's only one guy left that we haven't named. <laughs> That could break out, win a race, and have us all say, uh, we should have saw it coming. Who's that? It's Alex freaking Martin. Oh, I thought you were going to say Phil. I thought you were oh, no. Say Sorry, Phil. <laughs> Sorry, Phil. <laughs> Phil's very angry at also no Supercross, by the way, this morning. He's very, very <laughs> angry. Um, I'm saying, like, who could be the McElrath, the guy who we should have realized a win was maybe coming, but we didn't, Yeah. and and then he wins, and you're like, ah, yeah, he's been good enough to win. He probably was going to win one someday. That would probably be Alex. Will that just be my, my pinnacle of my life right there? Yeah, I don't know that I could, I don't know that I could handle it. Handle you, really, is what I mean. <laughs> You've been there for the triples I your entire life. Yeah. All we need is Canari to come out of retirement. Um, yeah, Amart. Why, why can't Amart win a race? He absolutely can. I, uh, I, he had a small sample size uh, last year, but he had like two races where you're like, ah, he's right in the mix speed-wise with anybody, and got a podium. So, Yeah, um, yeah. It, it was a little bit of a rough year for him, right, overall on the East? Supercross. Well, he, yeah. <clears throat> he had the Craig uh, incident well, that ended his season early. Yeah, but even before that. Even before it, it that, yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't good. It wasn't great. Um at the end of race, he was battling Jordan Smith for a podium. He crashed. Then yep. he got a podium. Yep. Then at Daytona, I thought there was actually a glimmer of hope. He won his heat, and I'm like, oh, dude, if he just gets the first gate pick and gets the whole shot, it's over. But uh, he blew the start. But that was, like I said, that's a small sample size. Yeah. Three races that were yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Amar could be the guy that, that does it. I don't – I mean, yeah. I mean, McElrath had never won before, right? I mean – No. Yeah. Nope. Do we do we put any chance of one of the the rookies like Justin Cooper or Cantrell or anybody Sexton coming? Yes, Sexton coming out. I I could see. Well, I'm not going to say two in a row like McElroy did. I think that that narrows down quite a bit. I just don't see that happening. But I could see some some shocker in the you know the pressure cooker that is a one. Some rookie just gets a whole shot and goes nuts and wins it. I could see it. Hasn't there been a lot of um, flying at the test track buzz around Sexton? Uh, yeah, and Cooper, too. Oh, really? I've heard, I've heard about Cooper quite a bit. Yeah. Oh, I swear I was hearing the exact opposite about Cooper. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Maybe that was earlier earlier in the offseason. Right, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't, like, Sexton, this is, we're waiting. <laughs> we're waiting. I, I, he was quietly pretty good at the end of the Nationals, you know? So, I don't know, JT, he could be the guy. Sexton, but, yeah. But... Does he have the the speed to win? He was doing good. He was doing. He was riding well. But I don't know if he had he the, the speed to run away and win. He didn't with, have with how many guys are in this? Right. That's that's also the problem. Is there's so many guys? It's not like if you just get a whole shot and sneak away. Yeah. I think there's too many damn guys everywhere that are good. Yeah, it's uh, you're right. Um, it's a big and getting back to Craig, it's a big year for him. We we saw him come out with no pressure on him. No one knew what he could do, and JT, you touched on it, running with Coop, and he won Phoenix, Glendale or whatever, and looked great. And then last year he teamed up with Villeman, and honestly, it, it it looked like he collapsed a little bit under the pressure. He looked like he didn't want to be on the East Coast, the dirt and everything, and it was not a good year for him. And then, you know, we kind of forgot about him because he jumped up the 450s. But this is a big year for him. Like, he's got to get back to – I don't know about winning the title, but he's got to get, win a race or two and challenge for podiums a lot, right? Or otherwise, we're just gonna maybe put him, you know, slide him into that B type of category. Like I'm interested. I, I don't know. Yeah, it yeah, is I, pivotal. It is pivotal year for sure. Well, yeah, I think uh, <clears throat> there was so much to build on from 2016. And then 2017, whether, you know, it was changing his routine up with DV or whether it was just the East Coast soil or whatever it was, that was not the Christian Craig we saw a year prior. So, um, you know, we know his father-in-law is, is an owner of the team he races for, so that obviously helps his, uh, his job security. But at the same time, the days of him being a title favorite, uh, they, were, they were not there last year. So, no. um, yeah, to turn the tide of what people are expecting from him, I think yeah. this is very critical, like you said. You know what really hurts Craig, by the way? Um, he is going to be haunted by the ghost of his dad's career because was in Atlanta, I think, the second round last year, right? Atlanta was round two. And uh, Cowie guys are asking me to pick a winner, and I'm like, do you guys see Craig in those whoops? It is unbelievable. And Cowie guys, not Mitch's team, but the 450 team, are like, yeah, whatever, Craig can go fast and practice, but the dude's a head case. And I'm like, no, he's not a head case. His dad was a head case. And they're like, he's a head case. I'm like, there's no proof he's a head case. He rode fine last year. And they're like, well, the guy retired once. And I'm like, last year he rode fine, and we've only had one race this year. So what are you judging this head case thing on? His dad? But guess what? He actually did turn out to be a head case last year. So now, with the dad head case and now a weirdo just didn't go well year for him, he's going to be up against the stigma forever of, oh, he's fast, but will he ever put it together? He already had, you know, one step in that direction just because of his last name. I mean, I don't know how many people remember, but holy crap was his dad fast and couldn't put it together. <laughs> like, unbelievable fast. Like, Jeremy McGrath fast. But, so that's tough on Christian, man. If he has, like, one or two bad races, I feel like that, uh, he's just a head case stigma. Sticks right to him. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's a big year for him, I think, for sure. Uh, Sexton and Cooper are rookies, and it's like, hey, kids, go get them. You get some podiums. That's awesome. Uh, but it's a big year for for uh, for Christian, for sure. Um, so who wins races? Who wins races? I'll go group of five. McElrath, Plessinger, Cincerillo, Savachi, and Hill win races. Uh yeah. There's only what nine races. Yeah, eight, nine. Yeah, <laughs> and, and there's two uh, 
two combined ones. Exciting. Somebody's getting left off. Oh yeah. I'm going I'm going four. Okay. Nope, I'm going five. Okay. Going five. Hill, Savachi, Cincerillo, McElrath, Plessinger. Yeah, I'm gonna be wrong. Yeah. yeah. I could I could tell you going in I'm gonna be wrong. Is this the year that Plessinger just just smokes everybody? Just puts it all together? Or is that is is he going to always just be you know, I talked to Will Hahn about this on the Pope Show a few weeks ago, and uh, you know, Will's like, "Yeah, you know, he, it, I, I kind of asked him about, about Aaron's mentality a little bit, and uh, you know, Will said, no, no, you know, he's deadly serious in this and that. I, I, I don't know the kid at all, but it seems to me like he, he's totally normal and likes to goof off and have fun and laugh, and I don't know if you can, you know, win titles and championships unless you're like just, you know, Johnny Boot Camp. So... I don't know. I mean, is this the year that Plessinger does it, Wygant? Like, does it all come together? How do you answer that? Um, the Plessinger thing, I mention this all the time. It's not actually a lap time. It's like a one-section time. I remember last year at Anaheim 1, he went through some section crazy, and you tweeted like, wow, Plessinger, unbelievable fast. Oh, my God, so fast. Holy crap. And then he didn't even have the fastest time on that lap of anyone out there. But in that one, whatever it was, whoops or something, yeah, it was amazing. So, yeah, I'm not sure. I feel like it's still a pretty big step. I mean, I know obviously the potential is there. But for me to go from has one or two good races a year and the other ones are just like, what the heck is going on, to he blows everyone away, to me that's a big step. It's his last year in the class, we think. So, I don't know. I mean, this, he's frustrating, JT. He's got to be real frustrating for Bobby Reagan and, and everybody there. Yeah, I mean we've seen we've seen guys over the years. What I mean, he what about Marty? How many races and titles should Marty have won by now? You know, that's putting it all together is one of you know going fast is is difficult. Being the you know the fastest guy, but putting it all together and not ever making the mistake that's going to keep you out of titles maybe even tougher. I got a few things to say about Marty, but I'll save that for the East East preview. I'm sure you can't wait. By the way, I, what is the – it's Plessinger's last year in the classes based on what? Being he's so tall. tall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Being that he, like, almost got out of it this year and, you know. I agree with all that, contract. but I think, I think we have learned. You never, 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 ever count out Chad Reed, and you never, 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 ever guarantee someone's moving out of the – No, class. that's true. That's true. Never. And I was let, – let, to further this point, and Matt, says you're going to turn red-faced now, but I was talking to an agent for one of the riders in the class lately, and he said, honestly, if you're really good and you can win titles or win two titles in one year or win, you know, combine, say, eight races between all of Supercross and the Nationals, you'll make more money staying in the 250s than 450 class. That's a bloodbath. Like, you have to be unbelievably good to win any races or titles there. Yeah. So, yeah. No. I. I. I mean. I yeah. agree. I agree. And that's why the whole system is just fucked. It's all just jacked. It, it's. It's so screwed up on so many levels. And what is it trying to be? What is it trying to be? Do you know? Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? I just love it because here comes the rant. I just. No. I'm done. I'm done. I'm, this is my last year. So I'm. I'm just going. Oh, okay. I'm going out like you know with 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 calm. I'm going out with relaxation. But let's just help people out here. So we know that the, the general going rate for any of these 250 titles is probably 500 grand. That's probably somewhere in that neighborhood, right? Why, like that. why are you going down this road with me right now? Why are you trying to do oh, this? Oh, I mean, 
I'm, I'm trying to educate people, but I know it's going to cause some emotional scarring for you. What 500 do you think grand for a guy right now? To, to win a title, the title bonus. Oh, bonus, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, not salary, title bonus. And then what do you think a race win is? 50? Anywhere from 30 to 50, yeah. Okay, so that's what we're saying. If you win one of these titles, you know, there's East and West, or you win one of those, or the outdoor title, and you, if you're a Plessinger-type guy, you know that at least potentially you can make that 500 grand, or both, a million dollars. Let's say you win five races at 50 grand apiece. That's another 250 grand. You're looking at, oh, I'm up to $750,000 before I even take my salary, just in the bonuses for the wins only. Probably get some podium bonuses too. Bonuses in the other series that you don't win the title. Like, oh, I'm into a million dollars before I even get my salary? And then you can move to the 450 class and, like, what if you're as good as Jason Anderson is, he's won three 450 races oh, Anderson's and no ki- titles. Anderson's killing it with money, though. Well, salary... Yes, but I'm just saying, like, no matter how unbelievably badass you are, you're like, man, winning races and titles in that class is hard, but this class, I could be cashing in. Yeah, so what are we doing? Like, why do we bother moving guys up? Why do we care? Why do we do this? Why do we pretend it's anything? We count their points? We count their results for points? Like, like, what are we doing? We're just we're clown shows with, with, with what we're trying to do. The original intent of the class is gone. It is gone, so why are we trying to embrace and hold on to it? I think it needs that original intent of it being a feeder series for guys to learn Supercross and privateers to f- figure out how it all works uh, is long since gone, and yeah. I think it's just two championships that are important, and they both pay a lot of money, and the manufacturers want to race two bikes. Yeah, so, so there we go. So, don't, so nobody moves out. Like, don't penalize the dudes that Brock Dickel and Mookie and these other Bokel and these guys like – all these dudes have been screwed by getting by getting pushed out of the class. How was Tickle screwed? He's had a factory bike every every time. Well, no, for many years he made no money, no salary, for a couple of years, no salary. So Not, no salary at all from nobody from the team from the team. No. So like why why penalize these guys? Like just 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 keep them down there. You want to stay down there? Great, no problem. Stay down as long as you can. Stay, you know, if you grow too much, too bad. Like just do that. That's it. It's it's ridiculous. It's just it's it's so stupid. The rules. You sound upset. Nah, I don't care. I've written about it. I've talked about it. I just I, I don't care either way. Like either shit or get off the pot. We, we're 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 kind of doing both, you know. So don't do it. You know the salaries are what we said is absolutely correct. You can kill it in two fifty class. You can make all this money. So let everybody stay down. Don't move everybody. Well, I think I think they're trying to make sure there's somewhere for these kids to go. Well, that's that's fine, but. It's not that's not working out. You the productivity class, yeah, I think like Justin Cooper just got a ride, and oh, Charlie I thought you meant I thought you meant like like let's go ask Mookie how things are going. No, I'm saying if you if you force them up, then at least the kids have somewhere to go. Oh, yeah, but you're forcing them into nothing. So let's ask Mookie how that's going. Well, I I, I would disagree and say that Mookie, if he was more open minded, would have had more opportunities. All right. Okay. You did you you don't agree with that? No. If he if he decided to wear like open minded like he like dudes or something no teams oh. with gear deals oh okay all right all right this is a two fifty west preview can we just can we focus on that you're the one that got on the ramp no Wygant did Wygant did and he knows what he's doing and it was wrong <laughs> and you know what you did Wygant <laughs> I recall being what stadium was that was that St Louis last year we were in the stadium and our buddy Dan Truman. I think he was watching Savachi win a heat race, 
and say, there it is right there. Joey Savacci is officially pointed out of the 250 class. He is going to be on a 450 for sure next year. We had the Marty countdown going. We had the Zacco countdown going. Sadly, we even had the Jordan Smith countdown going because if he ended up winning the title, he was going to accidentally get bumped into the 450 class after having one good year on a 250, but that's the way the rules were, and then it all changed. Yep. So yep, just all I changed. count on nothing. Yep, just I count on nothing. Yeah. We'll just move yep. it around. We'll just move the rules around. We'll just say it's like one of those, uh, <laughs> you know, there's a little marble under a coconut shell, and we'll just move them around and just, we'll just pick one up and be like, ah, there's a new rules. Hey, look, we're counting points. Hey, we're oh, going to keep you in the class longer. Great radio. Hey, let's, great radio. you know, what about this? Is, has anybody ever, like, honestly looked into the suspension rule and what's going on with that? Because it is cheaters everywhere. You're supposed to be able to buy the suspension for the 250 class, and that is a load of shit. None of that is it works. Everyone cheats, but yeah, hey, let's let's make like this. Oh God, it's such it's so stupid. You sound upset. Yes. All right. Hey, what about what about Mitchell Oldenburg and Harrison coming together this year, and then they end up in a big, you know, they hit in a corner and they go down. Mitchell Harrison and, and Oldenburg and they go down and they they think they're supposed to be on the other bikes. Ooh. And they grabbed the bikes that they were on, but yet they're not on anymore. You think that ever happens, Weech? Yes, you're saying that. So Mitchell Harrison, who was on a Star Yamaha for two years, yes. in and a was, state of wooziness, yes. will just forget that he's no longer on it. Yep. And he might grabbed, even see the word Mitchell somewhere on the bike. Maybe it says Mitchell somewhere. And Oldenburg, who was signed and sealed and delivered to Rockstar, yeah. grabs Harrison's bike. Do you remember when um, Timmy crashed into Tedesco, or they crashed yes. into each other yes. off the start in St. Louis, and Timmy got on Tedesco's bike for about yes. three seconds? Right, right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All timer. Like that. Like yeah. that. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was Timmy thinking? Uh, he hit his head. He did, didn't he? Yeah. 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 2007 St. Louis. Oh, that's great. Just Then he shook his head like, wait, wait. This wait, hold on a second. This doesn't look right. Well, it doesn't matter, Weech, because he was hired to be a test rider, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Just helping out Stu. It doesn't matter. Setting up the bike for Stu. God, you want to talk about the shit that I've missed on? What about that one, Wygant? Like, that was... I had, I had inside advice from Jim Hollywood Holly. Oh, okay, all right, good, all right. <laughs> Oh, Timmy, uh, he's just hired to help set up the bike for Stu. So let's just, uh, anyway, who else? <laughs> he's three seconds a lap slower than Stu, and no one sets a bike up like Stu, but Timmy's hired to set up the bike like Stu. <laughs> okay, all right, back to this. Um, what else? What else we got? Uh, or we, we want to compare the Mitchells here? I think Oldenburg. Is Oldenburg? Wait, is Oldenburg actually the A-mark? Uh, Oldenburg no, Oldenburg no, the guy who does what Amart I said was going to do, like no, McElrath did? No, because no. Amart hasn't even done the Amart thing, so he needs to do it first. But look, honestly, if Oldenburg won two races this year. Uh, I'd be How shocked. the hell do you not have Hill as even in your top tier? <laughs> a lot of anger on this show. <laughs> All right, let's go to commercial. Let's go to commercial. Hang on, wait. Has there ever been in the history of the sport? A defending champion who was not in the top tier of riders going into a series. Has yeah, that Sh- ever happened? Yeah, Shea Bentley. No. Because he was hurt or sick or whatever, but I'm sure if he was racing, it would have been. Brandon Jessamine? Same, same answer. 
J-Law? Oh, I don't even know six, the word He moved word. up. He moved up. No, he didn't. He had a number one. Yes, he did. No, he did not. He yes, mo- he did. No, he started on back on the 250. He started on yeah, 250. Yeah, he actually did. He raced like oh, two really? races okay. with the number one ra- plate. Yeah, yeah, he raced two or three and, and eight shit and then showed up on a 450. Oh, okay. All right. Fly racing? As usual. Fly racing? That was not fly racing. That was one industries. He won the title in in fly, but the next year he was in a different brand. Ah. It was a team deal with Yamaha Troy when he won. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, look, JT, I'm just, the bike isn't that good. It's not. How have you ridden it? They'll work a ton on it. They'll do a lot of work, but it's, it's, it's behind the times compared to the other guys. And... Like it's just it's JGR, it's just that's it. Uh, I'm I'm not going down that path with you. Okay, well, no, listen, you can put him in your group. Great, you know, like I can't say you're crazy for that. So whatever, he's not in my group before. Thank you for not saying I'm crazy for the defending champion being in the top group. I appreciate that. He's got AC and Savachi to race. Mm, right. Yep. yep. Sure does. Those guys are good. They're really good. Yep, so see. So see. Um, that'll be interesting. Um, let's take a commercial break here on the uh, Fly Racing Racer X podcast presented by Alpine Star Protects and Max's Tires. We thank those guys for coming on board. Uh, listen to this commercial from Race Tech. Use the code PulpMX18 to save, and we'll be right back after this. Race Tech suspension and engines, people. PulpMX18 is the code to save. Breaking through the limitations of OEM designs, Racetech specializing in high-performance suspension, parts, service, and setups, modifying stock suspension components to perform at the highest level. Discover why more top privateers trust Racetech, guys like the HEP Suzuki team, and many more in the pits use Racetech for their suspension and engines mods. Pulpamex 18, you can save using the code. Please check them out, Racetech.com. Do it. Maxxis Tires. From your bike to your truck and almost everything with wheels in between, Maxxis Tires will have you hooking up, pulling the whole shot, and beating your competition. One of the world's most trusted tire brands, Maxxis delivers high-quality tire products that perform no matter what the terrain or conditions. If you don't believe me, just ask the king, Jeremy McGrath. And we're back. Fly Racing. Race Rex Podcast presented by Alpine Star Protects and Maxis. Thanks to those guys. And uh, flyracing.com. Please check them out. JT, they will be, uh, your riders will be uh, wearing some fly racing this weekend. Blake Baggett, Weston Pike. Um, who else we got? Benny Bloss. We've got, uh, which who's doing, uh, actually, JT, who's doing West? A- Alex or Rodriguez? I, for, for, I don't know. I didn't even put their, <laughs> I didn't even put their names down. I don't know. I think I think Dakota. But I don't honestly. I honestly don't know. Oh wow! Not sure. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, they'll be in fly probably, racing. We should anyways. probably look into that. Right. They'll be in fly racing. Seven Deuce Deuce will also be there in fly racing. Um, so Weege, like, do you think it's just completely nutty that I don't have Hill in that group? Oh me? I've, I feel like I've already have I not answered this question already. No, but do you think I'm completely nutty? Yes. Oh. Okay. There's just as good a chance they win this title as anybody else. All right. I guess we'll see. I can't wait. Um, what about Phil? Do we talk about Phil now or later? Uh, I think you should, with all your great feelings about uh, JGR, I think you should go ahead and cover him now. 
positives for Phil. Uh, he's got a you know a little bit of year underneath him on the 250, so he'll have a little bit better idea to expect. Uh, he's going to ride with a lot of anger. He has no outdoor ride, and he doesn't know what he's doing. So he has to make a lot of money, and by doing that, he can do really well in 250 class. By make that's how he makes more money. Uh, negatives is he's uh, wasn't that good last year, and he's going to ride with anger, which could cause accidents for him and others in the class. But are you going to talk crap about their bike again? Well, it's not their bike is not on par with the other bikes. I'll wait. I'll wait and see, and I'll ask around and I'll talk to guys. But I, I, that's what I think going in. I just don't think it's on par with the other bikes, and that's not crazy talk. Okay. What We're going to have a good time at the JGR truck this, uh, uh, this weekend, I think. I'll be welcomed with open arms, those guys. <laughs> because one of the reasons I'll be welcomed with open arms is because since the Monster Cup, I've had a JGR display bike in my garage, and I'm bringing it to Anaheim for them. So... If they want to cause any troubles, perhaps I just let the tie downs go on that bike somewhere on the fifteen, and it and it tumbles to the to the weeds. What do you guys think about that? So they have to be cool. They have to. Kinda. I got their bike. They have to let it go. Um, <clears throat> that's fair. What about Phil? Where are we at with Phil? Top ten? Can he podium? You're uh, saying yeah, he's gonna podium I, on the JGR bike? Can he oh. podium? So, yes, the bike is holding one rider back, but it is not a factor for the other. I'm, I'm not. To, I'm not. Follow all this. I'm saying, can Phil podium at one race? That's what I'm saying. I mean, the bike is. You have him. The bike you have him in your top tier. I do not have Phil in my top tier. I think he can podium a race. Yes, I do. JT. Um, that class is always chaotic. I, he's up against what um, what we've said several times on here. I think this is an exceptionally uh, deep field because of this. There's so little going on in this uh, uh, East right now, yep. so that does not help him. But, um, yeah, I think circumstances are right. He can end up getting a podium. It's happened before. JT? Guys, like in his level. Yeah, yeah. I think he can, but I don't think he will. Yeah, that's a good way to say it. Oh, he's going to hate both of you guys. Um, hey, oh, he should hate you the most. Um, so, yeah, I think AC. Weed, you think AC. JT, you're going with Savachi. I think that's probably pretty fair. The one thing about AC, Wygant, that could derail us, the one thing is, like, he can get a little crazy. He can get a little, you know, sometimes he has these crashes where you're like, what are you doing, bro? Yeah, but that's what I'm alluding to, where I think he's ironed a lot of that out. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. No, no doubt. I mean, it wasn't just those injuries, but then it was these ridiculous the washout tip overs is the master of the washout tip over that didn't even result in injuries so there were the injury crashes and there were the other crashes but i was just really impressed with what he put together by the end of the year um outdoors and JT, where he oh. got rid of most of those and jt why do you think savachi is going to avoid that kind of stuff you just think he's going to have another like a little bit more like plan for it and, and, and mentally try to you know not not do that uh, I just think it's, I think it's maturity and I think it's experience. And I think, you know, I don't want to say third time's a charm because I'm not trying to say a cliche. I don't mean it as a cliche. I just mean when you go down the path so many times of knowing how it's supposed to go, I think you learn from it. And I think with the lineup and, uh, you know, taking a little bit of your material and, and how much you think that the JGR team is not great. 
Um, no, I think. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Don't twist my words. The JGR team is fantastic. Those guys are great. The bike is a nine-year-old platform. I mean, I'm just I mean, kidding. I mean, I'm kidding. Okay, good. Thank you. I mean, uh, no, I, I just think it's. I think it's time. Just like Zacho. Zacho got all his pooped together and he had done it you know he had raced the series a bunch of times but it was finally his time and i think it's uh, the same for for sabachi but wasn't it zacco's time because of baker a huge part of that was because of baker well yeah i I think the bike too you know last year was the first year of the bike a new new kawasaki so they've got a second year on it and i think all the issues they had last year will be sorted out and that's the bike that won that title last year in the west okay to give people an idea about the suzuki rmz and i'm a member of rm army I have a 450. It sounds like it. I have a 450. I'm very happy with it. To give people an idea, Phil had parts on his bike last year that had Stroop on them. They <laughs> just, I'm putting it out there. It had Stroop on the bike, like the same parts that Stroop used. And what year was that? 2010? <laughs> Not twenty uh, nine and ten, yeah. That's what we're dealing with here. Now, not now. Look, the heads and cylinder and like that's not Stroop stuff. But I'm uh, just pointing it out. I'm just pointing it out, people. I just find it hard to believe that Stroop is going to come back. Stroop's parts are going to come back and win this title. That's all. I mean, there could be you know bad juju with Stroop's parts too. So who knows. I mean, well, I'm not surprised they had a lot of parts left over. I'm yeah. not, not surprised. I'm gonna, <laughs> they didn't get to use them all. I'm going to look closer and see. Perhaps uh, Phil's wheels will have Barnett on them. I don't know. I'm just checking. <laughs> see. <laughs> Larry Ward. <laughs> Barnett. Um, so, anyways, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, for sure. Phil and, and Hill will be in O'Neill gear also. When's the Not last even a team deal. That just happened. When right? is the last time O'Neill won a championship? Can that happen? I feel like, oh, Preston. Preston, where O'Neill? Uh, did he? I don't No, not yeah. when he won a title. That was Guy. Uh, maybe he did. I think that Geico? was O'Neill. I think maybe that was O'Neill. Yeah. Maybe it was. Huh. What did Jessman wear? Oh, you know it. Oh, Fly. Yeah. Fly. Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, he had the gold stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, holy smokes. The, the gold flambe stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> For JT to not want to talk about fly, how bad how bad we just have to be to say, I don't want to talk about that. Look, JT was a racer then. He cannot be held responsible. No, no, he cannot. Um, all right, so what else? I feel like this preview went pretty smooth. Oh yeah, oh, yeah no, no issues at all. No, no, no anger. You completely disassembling a race team on air. Oh yeah, yeah, that's it. That's what I did. <laughs> Listen, I got their display bike. They gotta let me in, and and I know where they put those frozen treats in the freezer. Well, actually, new rig this year, right? Why again? New four fifty rig. Yeah, but the two fifty riders, you know where the crap bikes are, is the <laughs> rig from last year. So you're gonna have to find your way over into that one. And, and, oh, by the way, when I'm talking about their 250s, do you guys not think that I spoke to some gentleman who rode those last year for the team? Do, do you not think that I said, hey, how's the bike? 
at any point in any of my conversations? Uh, so, I don't know. I'm not so sure. Just, Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. Oh, okay. I, I just uh, don't uh, think you can write off the defending champion in a class with no clear title favorites, really. I mean, I think it's pretty open. And just say, nope, he's in the, he's in the second tier. I didn't I don't write think, him I don't off. I didn't write well, him, but writing yes, him off is, as being in the, in the is, top tier. He is not in the top tier. He is not mine. Well, so are nine other guys, JT, because you don't want to piss anybody off. No, I had five people. All right, well, all right, well I guess we'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, Amart. Amart could win this thing, and that'll be great. It'll be fantastic. I don't have Amart winning. Can Amart win a race? He could. I don't have him winning one, but he could. Yeah, I don't either. Sorry, Amart. I don't either. It'll be tough, though, man. It'll be gnarly. Um... It's a deep- I really think these guys are at a disadvantage with getting that win because of, like I said, how deep it is. With, with literally, you know, I picked five, but let's say it's more like six, seven, eight guys that could win a race. It's going to be really, really tough to just disappear and not be in a battle the whole way with someone because there's going to be so many guys and not everyone can get a bad start if there's that many guys that can win. Who wins the East-West shootouts? I'll take Matasevich. Take Damon. Barry. Barry will get the podium. Get that East Point lead rolling. Oh, yeah. All right. Zacho's going to be tough when they, when they go three with the East guys. He is. Yeah. He, he is. Uh, I don't know. I guess we'll wait and see. But, yeah, he's going to be mentally, physically, everything, just be so there, right? Be so ready. Be so, Yeah. And, and and all the things I think we're saying about Craig applies to Forkner a little bit too. Like really interested to see Forkner on the East, and you know the, the injury doesn't the injury sounds pretty gnarly with his wrist or hand or whatever you know. So yep, um, I'm interested to see how Forkner can come come out and 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 you know. And then uh, Peters and Dakotas just forget it. Don't even bother showing up. <laughs> just don't even bother. <laughs> They'll probably be running which out. Which tier of do you which tier do you have them in? The the yeah. Same tier as Tapia. Where's Tapia at? Oh, no. I'm kidding. I'm joking. Stop it. Okay, everybody. Anything else? Is that it? We're good? No, I think an hour for the 250 West is pretty solid. All right. There we go. Yeah. Well, 20 minutes of me was talking about the, the system and how screwed up That's it is. That's kind of always how it is, though. Fly 20 minutes of junior by Marty, 20 minutes of Marty. rules, yeah. <laughs> Something. Five minutes of Phil and call it a day. <laughs> how many guys does Phil do the throat slit gesture to? What do you? Th- what do we think? Probably you. Five. So far, one. Five. <laughs> Five guys get it. The throat slit gesture. Over the course of a series. Yeah. Uh, yeah, five's a good number for a series. Yeah. Weege. Yeah, I'm right around there. I'll, I'll go up to full. I'll go half dozen. Six. <laughs> over. I'll pick the over. Uh, you take the over for that. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, and especially if he gets in the unseated practice by accident, or if he has an issue. Oh God, yeah. it could be over uh, for yeah. those guys. Yep. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm going to go up a little bit because if he races one of the triple crowns, I think that number goes up a bit. Yeah, true. Anaheim two is the first triple crown, right? Correct. Yep. Yep. Uh, looking forward to that too. All right, everybody. Fly racing racer X podcast is in a pie. Alpine star protects and the Maxis guys. Uh, we thank everybody for listening. Appreciate it. We'll be, uh, we'll be back next week to review the race and everything that happened. And then down the road, we'll, 
we'll uh, review East, where I feel like we'll spend a lot of time on J-Mart. I feel like we'll spend a lot of time on J-Mart. And how, how is this going to work again? One more kick at the can for J-Mart. So. <laughs> Um, I can't wait. Yep. I can't wait for that podcast and also the calls and emails afterwards. Yeah, fantastic. All right, Jason Wygant, Jason Thomas. Thanks, boys. See ya. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and Miguel was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't been, you know, yeah. if, it, if it hadn't been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse. I mean, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny Omar. Stuff that you could, you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in, I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. Hey,